Welcome to Furniture Industry News for Wednesday, December 27th, 2023 from FurniturePodcast.com, where you can stay up to date on the latest news surrounding the ever-evolving furniture industry. In today's episode, we'll cover U.S. holiday retail sales, ocean container rates, challenges in the furniture industry, emerging trends in home design, merchandise returns, and fraud, and an investigation into Khan's merger with W.S. Badcock. According to preliminary U.S. retail sales results from MasterCard Spending Pulse, the 2023 holiday season was more successful than the previous year. Between November 1st and December 24th, holiday spending increased by 3.1% compared to the previous year, with e-commerce experiencing a significant growth of 6.3% in 2023 as compared to 2022. On the other hand, in-store sales saw a slightly lower growth rate, rising by 2.2% year-over-year. Michelle Meyer, the chief economist for the MasterCard Economics Institute, commented on the holiday season and stated that consumers took a deliberate approach to spending. She noted that the economic conditions contributed to this positive outcome, with a robust job market and easing inflation, allowing consumers to prioritize purchasing goods and experiences that hold the most value for them. Among the categories tracked by Spending Pulse, restaurants and apparel were the standout performers, surpassing 2022 sales by 7.8% and 2.4%, respectively. However, electronic sales experienced a decline of 0.4% and the jewelry sector also struggled, witnessing a 2% drop compared to 2022. It is important to understand that MasterCard Spending Pulse defines you. S retail sales as transactions made at retailers and food service merchants of all sizes, excluding sales activity within the service sectors such as airlines and lodging. In conclusion, the preliminary data from MasterCard Spending Pulse shows positive growth in holiday spending during 2023. With e-commerce leading the way and certain sectors like restaurants and apparel outperforming last year's sales, these results reflect a deliberate and informed approach to consumer spending during the holiday season. Spot ocean container rates have seen a 9% increase this week, reaching $1,661 per 40-foot container. This puts the rates at a level that is significantly higher, 17%, than pre-pandemic levels. The rise in rates can be largely attributed to the heightened conflict in the Red Sea due to the Israel-Hamas war. Recent attacks by Yemen's Houthi rebels on commercial ships have led six out of the ten largest ocean carriers to avoid the Red Sea Passage into and out of the Suez Canal. To navigate these challenges, carriers are opting to take an alternative route using the Cape of Good Hope, which adds up to 14 extra days to a ship's journey. However, this diversion is expected to impact the shipping industry's capacity. Shipping industry analyst Zanetta highlights the war situation in the region, stating that it is too dangerous for many vessels to sail through the Red Sea and the Suez Canal. Zanetta estimates that this diversion will require an additional shipping capacity of around 1 million TEU, which could lead to a potential 100% increase in ocean freight shipping rates. The ongoing situation could also impact the negotiations between shippers and ocean freight carriers for long-term contracts. Shippers may be concerned that long-term rates could follow the spot market and increase significantly due to this crisis. According to experts, the entire industry, regardless of contractual or spot rates, will be affected by these developments. 
On a positive note for container shipping lines, this situation comes at a time when market conditions are weak and rates have been pushed low due to poor demand. The Cape Detours provide a great incentive for larger liner companies to boost distance. However, it is important to note that the attacks in the region are still occurring, with additional incidents reported on Monday. In response to these attacks, a multinational military effort led by the U.S. has been established to defend commercial shipping. The furniture industry faced several significant challenges in 2023, continuing from the previous year. One major issue was the implementation of the tip-over standard. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission voted to adopt the previously voluntary ASTM furniture tip-over standard as a mandatory safety regulation. However, confusion arose as a separate tip-over standard had been published earlier, causing resistance from industry groups. Ultimately, the ASTM standard superseded the other rule, providing manufacturers with relief and a better understanding of the requirements. Another problem that persisted into 2023 was inventory management. Retailers, struggling with supply chain disruptions in 2021, bought excessive amounts of furniture. Many of them ended up with overvalued and obsolete inventory, leading to financial difficulties. High mortgage rates and low housing sales also impacted the industry, particularly for case goods manufacturers, who depend on the creation of new bedroom spaces. Additionally, layoffs and company shutdowns affected the industry throughout the year. Several major bankruptcy filings and closures occurred, causing financial instability and job losses. Finally, sluggish consumer demand remained a core issue. Despite a surge in demand in previous years, the sector saw a decline due to inflation and economic challenges. These challenges collectively affected the furniture industry in 2023, requiring manufacturers, retailers, and industry professionals to navigate changing regulations, manage inventory effectively, and adapt to fluctuating market conditions. House, a platform for homeowners, design enthusiasts, and remodeling professionals, has recently released its 2023 House U.S. Emerging Winter Trends Report. The report highlights the emerging design trends based on the latest search insights from the house community. One prominent trend identified in the report is the desire among homeowners to blur the boundaries between indoor and outdoor spaces. Homeowners are increasingly looking for ways to connect with the outdoors from the comfort of their interiors all year round. This has led to a surge in searches for bedroom window seats, living room bay windows, and four-season rooms. Another interesting trend is the growing demand for entertainment-focused gathering spaces. With winter gatherings in mind, homeowners are seeking spaces where they can enjoy movies, live sports, games, and snacks with family and friends. Searches for furniture like sectionals with coffee tables, family rooms with TV over fireplaces, living rooms with built-in entertainment, and small home theaters have seen significant increases. The report also reveals a rising interest in secret or hidden spaces within homes. These spaces combine functionality with an element of surprise, often providing extra storage. Searches for trapdoors, kitchens with hidden pantries, speakeasy home bar lounges, kids' reading nooks, and wine bars and cellars under stairs have all seen a spike in popularity. Lastly, green color palettes are gaining traction in home design. Homeowners are incorporating various shades of green throughout their homes, from light green kitchen cabinets to dark green exteriors. Searches for light green kitchen cabinets sage green walls, teal living rooms, 
dark green exteriors, green bathroom tiles, and pewter green have all increased compared to the same period in 2022. Roughly $743 billion worth of merchandise was returned to retailers in 2023, accounting for 14.5% of total sales, according to a report released by the National Retail Federation and APRIS Retail. Return fraud in particular resulted in overall losses of $101 billion for retailers, with every $100 in returned merchandise translating to a loss of $13.70 due to fraud. To combat this issue, Retailers have been implementing various strategies to minimize returns and optimize the shopping experience for customers. These efforts include providing detailed descriptions on sizing and fit for online purchases and requiring receipts for returned items. The industry as a whole is prioritizing efforts to reduce returns, both in physical stores and online. The report also highlighted that online orders consistently see higher return rates compared to brick-and-mortar stores. Online, 17.6% of merchandise is returned, while for physical stores, the return rate is 10.2%. The growth of online channels has significantly impacted retail sales and returns, with new categories such as tracking claims and appeasements emerging as the fastest-growing category for return fraud. Retailers also experienced various types of return fraud, including returns of used, non-defective merchandise, 49%, and returns of shoplifted or stolen items, 44%. Additionally, 37% of retailers reported returns made with fraudulent or stolen tender, and 20% cited fraud from organized retail crime groups. Despite this, data suggests only a slight increase in the return rate during the holidays compared to the rest of the year. Approximately $148 billion worth of holiday merchandise is expected to be returned, representing just over 15% of holiday sales. However, retailers anticipate approximately $25 billion in fraudulent returns during this period. Home News Now has received information that Charles C. Foti, Jr., former Attorney General of Louisiana, along with the law firm Conswick and Foti, is currently conducting an investigation into the merger between Cons and W.S. Badcock. The main objective of this inquiry is to assess whether the merger and the associated process were conducted in a manner that is equitable and satisfactory to the shareholders of cons. KSF is actively providing guidance to individuals who have a vested interest in discussing their legal rights in relation to the proposed sale. This consultation is available at any time to ensure that interested parties have the opportunity to fully understand their legal options in light of the proposed merger. By conducting this investigation and offering legal counsel, Charles C. Foti, Jr., and the law firm of Conswick and Foti aim to provide a comprehensive evaluation of the merger process. It is their mission to ensure that the interests of Cons shareholders are protected throughout this transaction. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Stay tuned to Furniture Industry News from FurniturePodcast.com to stay informed on the latest updates in the furniture industry and make sure to subscribe for future episodes. 